0: Good morning, everyone. Thank you for listening to UBU and I'll Be Me. This is Jen Kesnick. And one time I was taking a yoga certification, and my teacher told everyone every morning uh, make a three song playlist to start your day. And I thought that was such great advice because if you listen to three great songs in the beginning of your day, every single day, you're going to have that lift that your favorite music gives you. So that was my George Michael first song of my playlist today. So uh, thanks for listening. And this week, um, I'm just coming off of a 10 day road trip. If you listen to the last one, I know it was really short, but we were in a hotel room, like going from place to place. And uh, So we just, I wanted to get something out there, but this week I have the time and energy and dedication to uh, give you a little more time. I don't, however, have someone else here to talk to, so it's just going to be me. And like I said before, um, this is all, you know, kind of just working itself out. So sometimes I'm going to have guests and sometimes I'm not. Uh, but that's okay. It'll always be entertaining. And if you don't like it, uh, you know, skip it and go to the next one. Maybe there's something else there that you like. So anyway, um, if you've listened before, you know that my essential message is that I like to help people feel better. It's And it's just, it's feel better. It's not even like, I want to heal you. I want to cure you. I want to you know, be the answer to your prayers. No, I just, I can't be that for, you know, anyone but myself. But what I can do is share information or a laugh or a song or a conversation that will make you hashtag feel better. Um, So if you follow my stuff, if you've listened to this, if you see my Instagram, that's what it's always, always all about. And I think that... This quest for me started when my youngest daughter, Kelly, or my youngest child, Kelly, um, went to kindergarten. I became a yoga instructor because I was like, all right, I have to fill my time with something. You know, the kids are getting older. I was so lucky that I was a, a stay-at-home mom for many of their childhood years. I stopped working Probably when I um, was expecting my third child, Mary Jane, and um, just from then on was a stay-at-home mom until, like I said, Kelly went to kindergarten. Um, however, many years later, and it was awesome. I mean, you know, Oprah used to say that being parents were was the toughest job in the world, and it is not easy if you're doing it right. Of course. But as Bill Burr, comedian, used to say, really, Oprah? I'm pretty sure anything you can do in your pajamas is not the hardest job in the world. Try being a roofer in August, which always used to make me laugh. But it's true. It's as difficult as it is. And, you know, mentally, um, it really, you know, like I said, if you're doing it right, it's not an easy job, of course. Um, But then your kids get a little older And I was like, oh, somebody might be on to me about this scam of not really doing anything except worrying about myself. Uh, So, you know, once the, I mean, it was great, but like once the uh, last kid goes to school and you're like, hmm, okay, I can volunteer, I can get a part-time job, but you can't really do too much because you still got to be home. Whatever it's it's not an easy thing. So I felt for me the greatest thing I could do was to go get certified to teach yoga, and it was uh, started. What it was what started me on this path that you know I'm here. That brings me here now, um, and definitely, you know I talk about Oprah, but actually she was a huge influence on. Um, women in my position who were stay-at-home moms in the 90s that, um, you know, she had her daily show on at four o'clock and people, I don't know how long it's been since it's not been on, but I'm sure there's a whole generation of young mothers who um, didn't have this. But when she came on at four o'clock in New York, it was like I could give myself permission to sit down for the first time all day long and watch the show. And, you know, anyone who is a stay-at-home mom knows that it's decadent to sit during the day. You can't just sit. You know, you better have a pile of laundry in front of you if you can be sitting down. Uh, or maybe that's just me, but I always felt that, like, you better look busy before someone's going to catch on, that this isn't as hard as it seems. <laughs> um, and I know, like I said. It's hard. Uh, so, but maybe it's worth growing up in this, you know, blue collar household that uh, you had to have. Like I've said before, a regular job and a side hustle, and you know, what what else are you doing on the weekend? And you know, you helping your friend move or paint their, you know, house or whatever. It's it's there's always you always had to be busy. Um, so watching this show at four o'clock was like i'm gonna just sit here and watch this and she was really you know life-changing for for me for sure i mean in 2008 she did a webinar with eckhart tolle um he had this new book out called a new earth and if you're not familiar with it um what he wanted to convey uh the message that everyone should try to live in the present And his mission was to try to awaken the spirit, helping people to become more aware and try to bring about a shift in consciousness. And she did this like whole, I think it was like a 10 part kind of like webinar um, with him. And so I did it. And I was already on this path, but that just like brought me to a whole nother level, I think. Um, It was really interesting. And, you know, as my children were getting older and my roles uh, with them were changing, I, you know, just thought it came at the right time for me. So, you know, I'm, now I'm teaching yoga. I, I really love it, but I feel like there's more. Um, and I love my favorite group of people to teach are beginners. Um, because... First of all, I mean, you can't throw a rock and not hit five people who teach yoga these days. You know, everybody's a yoga teacher um, or something. But there are these people in the yoga world who I call yogier than thou. And they, maybe not so much now, but like when I first started and I was nervous that I wasn't, you know, good enough or doing it right or you wouldn't like my class and, you know, all the things that you're nervous about when you're starting out. Um, and there are there are people out there who are like, you know, I'm, I'm better at this than you and I want you to know it. Um, and they're so bendy, they can stick their head between their legs and kiss their own ass. It's amazing. Um, so my favorite people are the people that are brave enough to walk into – a yoga studio that they've never been to before or try a class they've never been to before. Um, You know, I love the beginner mind. I love that canvas that, you know, is open and willing and they're scared, but they do it anyway. Like, those are my people Um, because I'm, I'm that too. You know, I'm always trying new things and putting myself out there and it's always scary, but, you know, Grover from Sesame Street said, (laughs) I know this, watching it with my kids when they were little, but, you know, if it's not scary, then you're not being brave. So it's, it's okay to be scared to try new things and do new things. And so that's, that was always my favorite group of people to, to teach, like someone who, um, was open and willing and interested and, and brave. So, A few years into my quest, I um, take a class in the city. And this is probably, like I said, like probably 2000, I guess 2007, 2008. Um, So I take this class in the city that is all about chakras. And in case you don't know what the hell a chakra is, in brief, there are seven energy points in our bodies correlating with different major arteries and veins. And in the yoga world, we believe that, um, your life energy flows through these chakras. And, you know, that's like a whole nother, uh, podcast about energy. But, um, I came home from this energy workshop and, um, my friend had been talking about, you know, oh, I have to go see my energy lady. I have to go see my energy lady. And I was like, what's, the, what's an energy lady? I think I need to see her. What's that? Um, so she gave me this woman's number and I called her and um, set up an appointment and went to her and she gave me Reiki for the very first time. Um, She went on to become my mentor and, you know, such a hugely influential and important person in my life. Um, But she gave me uh, Reiki for the very first time. And although I didn't yet know what Reiki was, I knew, wow, I I don't know what the hell just happened, but I want that in my life. Um, I had a profound life-changing experience when I received it. And so I knew, like, this is part of the puzzle. You know, I have the yoga, but this is a, a next piece of the puzzle. I, I want to have this too. So I went on to become a Reiki practitioner. And then after studying with her for years, um, I became a Reiki master. And, you know, people, it's hard to describe exactly the feeling that reiki gives you, but it's almost instinctual. You lay your hands on different, you know, energy points. Um, you know, you lay on a massage table, fully clothed blanket over you. I put my hands at different places, you know, back of your head, top of your head, uh, chest, stomach, bottom of your feet, turn over, do it again on the other side. Super, super relaxing. And, It just gets you, like my husband calls it forced meditation because a lot of people try to sit and meditate, but they just can't get there. You know what I mean? There. Um, But Reiki, like, I feel like automatically brings you to this like really relaxed state um, that, you know, you can just let life flow. Um, So, you know, What changed for me having Reiki in my life is um, consistent practice. Um, You know, I can still lose my shit just like anybody because I'm a human. But I feel like having this can bring me back to, you know, that calm, relaxed state. Um, It's invaluable to me, you know, just like meditation is invaluable to people who meditate, and I do too. I love meditation, but I feel like Reiki's my jam. It really is um, the thing that changed everything for me. Um, but I still was looking for okay, now I have the yoga, now I have the Reiki, but they're all pieces of this puzzle. And I'm still kind of, eh, it's not. The picture's not fully complete. Um, So I'm I'm still going. And now I start, I see this movie called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, um, for an uplifting title. And it was this amazing movie, uh, documentary, about this guy who, if you haven't seen it, definitely. It's on Netflix, I'm sure. Um, Check it out. It will probably change everything for you too. Um, but he was overweight, sick and, um, not doing well. And he decided to change his life and start juicing. And he did, he reversed all of his illness, you know, dropped a hundred pounds, like just amazing. And now his quest, um, is to go around talking to people about Uh, juicing and how you know that can help you so I was like oh juicing yeah that's I'm gonna try that so then I became completely obsessed about juicing and it's funny you know when Facebook pops up with the memories I think one of the reasons why I went on this gap year this year and traveled around and did all this stuff is because for like two years straight, every memory that popped up was like, hey, Jen, three years ago today, you made juice. Wow. That's thrilling. So like I became obsessed with juicing, but then in the end I was like, is that all I ever talk about or do? How boring is that? Um, so then... At that point, okay, so now I have the yoga, I have the Reiki, I'm a green juice connoisseur. It's amazing. Um, so then my dad passed away, as I've talked about before, uh, in uh, about four years ago. And suddenly I started remembering the long talks we used to have um, and the interesting subjects we used to talk about. And, you know, suddenly he wasn't around anymore. And I definitely, as people do, you know, took it for granted that he would be around for a lot longer than he was. And suddenly I had a million questions for him, and he wasn't around to ask. I mean, just last week, we were, I lived in Arizona with my father when I was younger. And just last week I was driving through Arizona, and I saw this town Prescott. And I remember going to this restaurant in Prescott with my dad that was really cool. And I wanted to take Mary Jane to it. And I thought to myself, oh, I got to call my dad and ask him what the name of that. Oh, mm. so it still happens even to this day that, you know, it 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 never goes away that like, oh, I forgot. I can't. You're gone. Um, There are still things I need to talk to you about. But uh, I am thankful that he was the one that put me on this path to begin with. Um, and, you know, I think that all of these pieces of this puzzle are coming together and I'm, like, gathering this information and, and then I start to work with, um, like I said before, Beauty Counter and start to learn about personal care products. And now all these little pieces of this puzzle are coming together together. And I think this podcast is the last piece. It's like I've gathered information to share for 25 years. And now I'm able to have this place that I can share with you. Um, So the keys, I think the keys to feeling better um, are, number one, consistency. Consistency. So get with a program and stick with it because working out doesn't work if you only do it once in a while. Um, the same goes for everything else in your life. You know, this is the cornerstone of the steps because with without this one, none of the others won- will work. So be consistent with your practices. You know, if you're going to meditate, don't meditate, you know, once a week for 10 minutes. Like, do it every day for 10 minutes to start out um, because... What is it? What do they say? It takes like 30 days to create a habit. Just try it for 30 days. Um, or, you know, self-Reiki. I know, you know, you haven't gone through, most people aren't Reiki practitioners, but even sitting with one hand on your heart and one hand on your stomach and breathing deeply with your eyes closed in a quiet place, that's going to like bring your stress level down, believe me. Um, and be consistent with your word, be consistent with, you know, all aspects of your life. It's consistency will bring, you know, respect and trust and love, and you will feel better when you live consistently, I swear. Um, The second thing is staying present. So if consistency is that cornerstone, then staying present is the um, other important piece of foundation building, because uh, this is big. My friend Tori, holla, said to me once, uh, look down. Are there spiders crawling up your legs? Then you're fine. So get your head out of the past, and I know it's hard, but it's true. It's over, and you can't change it. Um, And you can't worry about the future, because, of course, you can make plans and, you know, achieve goals that you set for yourself but be flexible in the way you get to those goals you know if you say like in my five-year plan is this if you know something happens that takes you off that path just go with it like you'll you'll still get there it's just not the way you envisioned that it was going to be and that's fine uh, because When you get stuck in the, but this is the way it's supposed to be. This is what it's supposed to look like. Then you're just going to aggravate yourself. Um, There's, you know, it's true. They say that worry doesn't change tomorrow, but it robs you of your joy today. So don't worry. It's all going to be all right. Um, And the best thing you could ever do to feel better is to help someone else. Uh, Because I guarantee you that if you reach out to someone who needs your help, it's almost ridiculous in the sense that it makes you feel so good to be able to help someone in need. Um, It just, you know, is good for everyone. It's good for the person you're helping, and it's really good for you. There's nothing in this world that feels better than being the cause or the catalyst to someone else's joy or happiness. Um, I mean, and in that same sense, let someone help you too, because you know know, the greatest thing that you could ever do, the greatest way you could ever feel is when you help someone else. And so, you know, let someone help you too. It's hard, I know, because we're all so used to like, I got it, I can do it myself, I don't need you. Don't help me, I can do this. But it's the greatest gift you can give someone is to allow them to help you with something in your life. and you know find that person or those people that you trust and ask for help if you need it. They'll be happy to help you. And then practice gratitude, you know, like all the time. Um, I remember one time I was driving Mary Jane back to school. And I forgot my easy pass. And I, you would have thought that, you know, I left a child by the side of the road. I was so annoyed and wouldn't shut up about it. And finally, Mary Jane, who's pretty Zen was like, yeah, well at least we're not that guy. And i look over and there's a man, you know, it's raining. He's on the side of the road, changing a flat tire, like on the frog's neck. And I was like, okay, yeah, got it. Um, And that was, like, this pivotal moment to me that reminded me, like, just be thankful for everything all the time. Like, oh, my brush. This is the best brush in the world. It's the perfect one for my hair. I love this brush. I mean, that's stupid. But, you know, just for everything, why not? Keep practicing. Keep practicing being thankful. And if you forget, stop what you're doing. And be thankful again. It's really easy. Um, change your default setting, you know, because sometimes um, it may be your whole entire personality, or just for a minute, or just for a day. But sometimes we get stuck on that your setting, like uh, it probably won't work out, you know. But change that setting, or if if your baseline is anger, like. Don't let it be anymore. Just change it. You know, just fake it till you make it. Even if you don't really believe it, start saying, like, this is all going to work out. I'm so grateful that this is going to work out. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. You know, put a smile on your face. Shoulders back, head high. Smile. Breathe. Uh, Change your mind. You know, be flexible. Take things as they come. And when bad stuff starts creeping in into your mind, just don't, you know, quote unquote, go there. Oh, no, she didn't. Stop. You know, don't think bad thoughts. The universe is listening. So when you say things like, I can't lose this job. I better not lose this job. I hope I don't lose this job. And then you lose your job and you say, I knew that was going to happen. Well, yeah, because you kind of made it happen. All the universe heard was lose job, lose job, lose job. So keep thoughts positive and watch what you think. Because recently, um, I was driving. I've never gotten a flat tire in my entire life. And for some reason, I'm driving, and I'm like, oh, god, I hope I don't get a flat tire. Why would I think that? I don't know. 30 minutes later, I got a freaking flat tire. I was like, I did that to myself. Oh, my god. (laughs) So watch what you think. You know, Keep your thoughts uplifted and positive and happy. And, you know, watch what you think. And my last and final piece of feeling better is laughing. Uh, it's a universal language that everyone speaks. We are all connected by love and music and laughing. Everybody, even you know, the worst people in the world, want to laugh, right? Um, get with people who uplift your spirit. Um, get with people who make you laugh ditch the energy zappers that bring you down and don't be addicted to misery you know sometimes you're like addicted to a friend because you know they're in close proximity like maybe your kids are on the same team or something so you see this friend all the time but really she's like just makes you feel bad one way or another um It's okay to not be around her. It's okay to stand at the other side of the field. Don't feel bad because you shouldn't be addicted to misery. Be addicted to happiness. Do things that give you a lift. Make your three-song playlist. I watched Louis C.K.'s stand-up on Netflix last night. It was hilarious. I highly recommend it. Um, If you're that kind of person, I mean, because, you know, you, you're either, you either like Louie or you don't, but I do, um, you know, read something funny, go for, you know, a walk with a friend that makes you laugh. Um, you know, there's this quote, laughter is an instant vacation. And it's true because when you get with that good friend who can make you really laugh, that is like being on a vacation. It's the best, Um, So all of this stuff isn't reinventing the wheel. It's all very simple. Um, You know, it's consistency, staying present, help someone else, be thankful, change your default setting, change your mind, and laugh. And I guarantee you, you're going to start feeling better. Hashtag feel better. Um, All right, everyone, that is it for me. Next week, I'm trying to convince uh, a few people to come on. And it's funny. Everyone's like, I don't, I can't, I don't know how to do that. And like, it's just talking. It's, it's not a big deal. Come on. Um, so we'll see what happens next week, but, um, thank you so much for listening and checking in with me. If you liked what you hear, I would really appreciate it if you went to iTunes and subscribed and you can even leave a review and rate it. If you are so inclined, um, I started doing that now that, cause now that I have this, I realized that that's like a big deal. So now like if I go to a restaurant or get my nails done or go anywhere, I'm like, I'm going to write a review on Yelp for you. And they're like, oh, thank you so much. And uh, it's, it's true. It's very helpful. So thanks again, everyone. And I hope you have a great day. Uh, work hard, be nice, have fun, peace.